Welcome to this week's episode of the Sullivan and Sons Sports Podcast. I'm Seamus Sullivan. And I'm Mark Sullivan. Did you watch any of the all-star basketball festivities? I did not. I know you I know you saw one thing at least. I saw the national anthem, yes. <laughs> and what was your what were your thoughts on that? I was probably more generous towards uh, Fergie than ninety percent of people. I'm like <laughs> she was trying to be creative and yeah, I thought it was okay, but uh, it certainly was very unexpected, right? No one, <laughs> they, we get used to a traditional anthem, and of course with the military flag corps behind them, she didn't do anything that was very traditional. <laughs> See, I, I, I don't know music, I know you don't either, but from what I could tell, like reading online, it sounds like, because uh, she was trying to do a blues rendition of the star spangled banner and i guess she was pretty pretty on point pretty good at doing it in terms of like this is other people saying that that she like vocally was doing it really well but it sounds so weird to hear the star spangled banner as like a blues song well that's probably where i would go is to me you know you take away the unexpectedness and people reacting to it because it's unexpected. And I thought it did sound hilarious though. I there thought, were, you know, hey, there were some parts that were, that were a little, it just rough. doesn't go with <laughs> when you've heard it hundreds of times. Traditionally, it throws you off. Even, I mean, it, it sounded pretty funny. There is some parts where it sounded like she was struggling. Well, did you hear, like, Charles Barkley's quote on no, it. I didn't, oh, I'm surprised you didn't hear it. I, I think he said something like, I needed to smoke a cigarette after listening to it. <laughs> I just liked, because I showed you the video of all the players reacting to yes. her national anthem, and they're basically trying to be really respectful. But it's like, you got Draymond Green, he starts like laughing, and Clay Tom, uh, Thompson is doing the whole, uh, like... Yeah, like he's, he's, he's just like he's trying, mouth trying to do something, so <laughs> he's, he's, trying he's to not, not reacting smile. to it. Yeah, <laughs> like people, people are just smiling or looking at their feet. My favorite was Steph Curry's reaction, where he which, just starts smiling broadly, <laughs> almost like, chuckling at it. <laughs> he's like, he starts, he's like trying to frown, but you can tell he's he's really not trying to smile. But it was just ridiculous how, yeah, that, that I. I'm glad they didn't have her do the the Super Bowl anthem. I'm glad this was the All Star Game. Was it? Anthem. It was Pink who did the. Yeah, the, yeah, and she had a little bit of trouble because she, she, she had. She sounded like she had been yeah sick. So I'll give her a pass. It's hard to do something when you right. vocally when you're under yeah. the weather. And she didn't try to do anything crazy. No, either. I, I wonder if she would have. But I just thought that was so funny at the All Star basketball game. Really. Not very entertaining. The all-star games are getting better. I think the NFL has one of the most entertaining all-star formats at this point. Really? You know, I think the NFL. I think baseball is because baseball? it's like a regular game and they seem to they seem to compete hard. Uh, and certainly I think the last few have been competitive as well. well I think I'm they, did they did they take away the the all-star I think they took away in in the major league baseball that the it for many years it home determined field home field advantage. advantage right well, it didn't and then it did for a while and then it didn't i think we talked about it last year actually okay because it was one of the first years last year or the year before well it couldn't have been the year before we haven't been doing this that long okay but i'm pretty sure we talked about it when it happened so it, it must be recent then 
Yeah, but I know that. Like, well, I'm just what saying, happened was with Major League Baseball is after they ran out of pitchers and had to end the game as a tie. People were like, "What's up with this?" Just it it seemed to be making a sham of the game, and so well, and they I wanted think, to put some. I mean, I guess All Star real base, the the baseball baseball has the most competitive All Star game because you have the lowest risk for injury, even if you give it ninety percent effort you know as long as nobody's sliding into second baseman but i'm talking just like the whole like the festivities and everything they do i think basketball is making strides and same with hockey where they do these like fun activities do you think they've taken i think major league baseball probably led the way with the well you know what i think basketball probably led the way with the the dunk the uh the dunk competition they, the starting point? in the 80s when did the three-point contest start uh probably in the 80s or 90s but I think there was the the dunk competition certainly changed the dynamics. Who I mean, most no one can tell you who won any All Star game, but they can tell no. you who won dunk competitions going back to the eighties and nineties and who competed on. I mean, so they probably I would say the NBA led the way in that, and I think that uh, and Major League more Baseball than just a game. Yeah, Who's Major saying? League Baseball followed with the home run home derby. Run derby. I don't know what is what is football doing now that's exciting. Well, you they about have it? like. I don't know how long they've been doing this, but they have like a dodgeball game, AFC, NFC. They have like an obstacle course. They have the quarterbacks will compete in this throwing competition, but it's like they have all these crazy targets and moving stuff moving around. So it's, it's really entertaining to watch, uh, in terms of, and then they have like a, a like a, like, what is it called? The do America's have, Got Talent have, competition. They should have the punter. Do they have any punting contests? Those Not actually that I saw. Be, those would be the most fun. Have the punters. Do they get voted to the All-Star games? They have to. They have to have punt. Well, they probably don't have any punting because there's no defense played in the game. But <laughs> but having the punters hit targets, like at a far, you know, start with a far distance. That's true. Angling, that would be entertaining. And then. Why don't you write to Roger Goodell? Yeah, I'm sure he's in a. <laughs> no, he'll just listen to the podcast and get the exactly. idea right up. Or the. The other thing with kickers, like field goal kickers, you could set up really narrow targets because it, was, it wasn't you and I talking on the podcast about the yep. – you were seeing the University of Michigan kicker? I don't remember who it was. It like, was a college kicker. That it was, was a college kicker. side of Yeah, the, before the game, it was his warm-up thing. He hit it like a number of times. like Four the, or five in a row. Yeah, at least. It was like a, he just kept bonk, dinking it off right off the, the goalpost. So I think there would be some really fun things that they could do with some of the other – specialized positions mm-hmm. uh especially kicking but i i anyway because the other thing they do is like a like a talent competition too where guys will like oh yeah play you showed drums me some of that, or yeah. do other stuff sing <clears throat> and whatnot so i i think they have a really good format because i mean you have stuff like that in you've got the dunk contest three-point contest obviously now they do that skills competition right which is do they still have the like second year versus rookies game? Yeah, the rising stars, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like the world versus team USA. It's okay. like rookies and first years, maybe second years. I can't remember. I don't watch it. And then they have the skills competition in the NBA, which is it's kind of weird. It doesn't it looks kind of it looks like something you do for like third graders. Warm ups. <laughs> well, not even warm ups. They're like throwing a ball into a net and dribbling and then shooting a three pointer. it's really lame is what i'm saying got it and so the nhl has started to copy that they have like some skill stuff which is also it's kind of boring kind of lame so i think they could all i'd like to see the nhl do dodgeball on ice 
Ooh, that I like that yeah. idea. They should just they should just straight up rip off the, now, the NFL do, with that. What do you think the risk of injury is in that scenario? Oh, it's low. Okay. How is somebody getting injured? I'm just thinking of the, the, need, fighting. To, the need to move back and forth and, and just trip over somebody. I don't know. I guess. I mean, I guess there's always danger when you're we have when you have knives on your feet, but I but think they be, probably are well enough. You know, again, they're the highest skilled players uh, on if, ice. If a guy dives and you fall and your skate goes up in the air and hits somebody in the face, right? Yeah, who knows? But they're wearing if they wear their helmets. They don't have anything protecting their face or their well, neck. Maybe they may put wear a cage for the dodgeball tournament. <laughs> yeah, right. They probably won't even wear a helmet because <laughs> a lot of the all star stuff they don't like the the fastest skater competition. Mm-hmm. They don't wear a helmet. I'm like these guys. Somebody's gonna lose an edge and go into the boards. Yeah, because they they do lose the edge even in speed skating, and 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 of course they have plenty of space to you know slide out in those, and and they have cushy barriers that they mm-hmm. slide into but so yeah that's a good call i, I wouldn't wear my helmet yet. yeah and i think i think baseball i think baseball has a lot of opportunity for fun skills stuff too or fun event like it doesn't even have to be related to the sport dodgeball is not related to football at all just do right. wacky games i because they honestly these guys are so well, competitive that they would probably work they'd probably play harder doing a wacky game than uh well here's the thing i think would be really fun because i when I last played dodgeball with those Nerf dodgeballs, is you can get some wicked spin on those things. Can you imagine Chris Sale throwing a dodgeball <laughs> like a slider at some guy? Oh, you're not dodging that, that's no. for sure. <laughs> if he's got it on target, you're toast. Like do a kickball game or something. I think that would yeah. be really entertaining to watch these these professional athletes do really basic games, like child games almost. I agree. I think there's. I think you got to... Something nailed out there. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm stealing it all from the, the, whoever did it for the NFL. They're the genius behind it. And just why, why would these guys want to play football? I mean, they still do the all-star game and it's still a sham, but these guys just played 16 games or whatever sport just played X number of games. Let them do something fun for their all-star break. They should do take up some of the Winter Olympic sports. They should have them do <laughs> curling. There you go. That, <laughs> that one, for the hockey players. Oh, that would a, be sweet for the hockey yeah. players. So I, I and have them do it on skates. Because <laughs> of course that probably would mess up the ice. Uh, yeah, it would. Yeah, because that's why people are always like, so are curlers wearing skates? No, they don't wear skates. They have. You could just wear your regular shoes because I've been on curling once and I just wore my regular shoes. But I think they have special shoes that they use in the Olympics. But all of this to say was the most entertaining part of the NBA All-Star Weekend for me was the celebrity basketball game. Those people were competing. I don't I don't know a lot of them. They're because they're celebrities, so they're not just purely athletes. So you've got like rappers and singers and women that i don't know what Wait, they did do. they have so they had both did they have like all one gender team or did they No, have, it was well, you had women game? and like a kid it was <clears throat> i felt really bad is there was a kid out there at one point and they passed him the ball and two guys just swarmed him and stole the ball oh. from him and then went down the other way i was like wow they're not taking it easy at all that's that's harsh man. yeah yeah they the the celebrities take it really seriously i guess i think justin bieber was there this year yeah it says justin bieber and quavo whoever quavo it's is Qu- it's quavo <laughs> but he's a rapper <laughs> <laughs> i thought he was a fruit i thought it was a kiwi or something i don't know quavo <laughs> so how do you say his name quavo quavo i don't know if it's a real word or not 
I have no idea. Rapper Quavo. Because he's part of the of like Team th- Clippers. MV, he was the MVP. Yeah, he actually, because I, I was watching him. He was the guy who stole it from the kid oh. and went the other way. Uh, he, he, he played really good. So um, that's. That's it when it comes to All Star. Oh, Jamie Foxx looks a little like Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> Was he part of the uh, All-Star game? He was Team Clippers, uh, who played against uh, Rachel Demita of Team Lakers. So, yeah, there's it. Yeah. Why was it Clippers and Lakers? Actor Michael B. Jordan. Oh, I'm like, there's a name to live up. Live up. I don't know why the why they did Lakers versus Clippers. It was, was it in, in Los Angeles, so maybe that's why they did it that way. Oh, okay, that must be what it was. But the, I guess the Chinese New Year must have been around this time. Yes, you know it is. It? It's uh, usually in early February. Okay. So I guess that was happening recently, and they had done a promo video with a bunch of NBA players saying, like, Happy Chinese New Year. And a lot of them were saying stuff in Chinese. I don't know if they just knew that one phrase or if they had been learning a little bit of Chinese. But J.J. Reddick had a really bad slip-up, and it's around the... Well, I guess I can't. I can't link the video to anybody. But in this video, he click on the podcast, <laughs> right? JJ uh, Reddick just. Um, I don't know what he was trying to say. Apparently, he was trying to say happy Happy New Year to Chinese NBA fans, and then changed it to Happy New Year to my uh, to the China China fans and NBA or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he, what he ended up saying was. <laughs> Happy Chinese New Year to my chink fans in China. Oh. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And nobody caught that. This wasn't like a live thing or anything. Right. You're Because I saw that. Watch the clip. And it's, it's, it's like edited players. The other. It's and all it, edited the other. And it's it's plain as day. That, and I don't think he was saying it as a. Rachel a, Slur. Right. He, I just got tongue twisted, I guess. But I, I just can't believe. Nobody was like, um, we might want to redo. Take two. <laughs> yeah, take two, or maybe we edit out JJ Reddix because it's not. You don't have to turn up the volume or anything, and it's not like it's. Oh man, it was it was bad though. That's I can't, unfortunate. Yeah, so I feel bad for the guy because he got a lot of flack for that. But I guess like Jeremy Lin, he talked to Jeremy Lin about it, and Jeremy Lin believes him and gave him his support. So JJ mm-hmm. Reddick's an mm-hmm. okay guy. Yeah, but that also happened at like the uh, the All Star game. So a few. A few different slip-ups. Oh, you know what? Uh, I just found out. I can't believe I just found out about it. It's kind of unrelated. But do you remember when we were talking about there was a Google thing where if you Googled who's the owner of the New York Jets, yes. said Tom Brady? Yep, yep. They had an, another one. They had, if you Googled who's the Patriots owner. Who owns the Patriots? Who owns the Patriots? It said Nick Foles. <laughs> Google would <laughs> So I don't – do you think Google did that on purpose? No, I think they still haven't just corrected their algorithm. So it's like everybody's tweeting like, oh, Nick Foles owned the Patriots. Or yes, correct. And stuff like that. <laughs> That's so funny. But They apparently don't have enough sports fans that are engineers for Google right. <laughs> to, to actually correct it's, the algorithm uh, if it showed know, up the first time. What do they call that when it's trolling or something, yeah. the internet or sweeping it, something like that. It's picking up everybody tweeting and writing that. Nick Foles absolutely owned the Patriots, so he's got to be the new owner for him. <laughs> he cashed in that that Super Bowl bonus paycheck and was able to pay like three billion dollars to Robert Kraft, right? Well, in the article, you uh, you 
put in there had a couple of screenshots where they put New England Patriots owner, mm-hmm. and it's got a picture of Nick Foles <laughs> in his Philadelphia Eagles jersey. I mean, it just is... Uh, you're like, okay, this does not work. And then the other one has New England Patriots owner. And again, Nick Foles. It was just, like three or four different ways you could Google yeah. it. And they all. <laughs> and all of them have Nick Foles yeah. in his Philadelphia Eagles jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought that was pretty funny. We're still, we're, you know, the Super Bowl happened almost a month ago and we're still talking about it. But that, that was too funny to pass up, to not yeah. talk about. It doesn't do that anymore. It got fixed, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the engineers figured it out. Now they just have to figure out how to do it anytime the social media blows up that somebody owns something else. It's not (laughs) necessarily a material ownership. Everybody listening to this to go tweet that Seamus Sullivan owns Microsoft and he owns Apple. (laughs) I don't think your mom tweeting will make a difference. (laughs) Besides the fact that she doesn't have a Twitter account. Well, we, we've talked about the, the Olympics, the Winter Olympics, a few times because uh, it's been, what did it start, like February 8th or something? They started doing stuff. I think stuff, it ends, it's coming on two weeks. I think, I think the think 25th it ends. it ends, right? Uh, your statement is probably as good as mine. That sounds right. That 25th, would be Sunday. 23rd, something like no, that? No, the 25th sounds right because that okay. would be Sunday. So it's coming to an end. And unfortunately, the U.S. men, they they made it to the the quarterfinals, but they lost to the Czech Republic in the quarterfinals, so they won't advance to the semifinals, which means they won't be playing for a medal. They won't be playing for anything. And it was really disappointing. But the weirdest part is they lost in a shootout. And I'm like, it's a weird way to determine who moves on. It's a double-edged sword because that's how we beat Russia four years ago. Right, with TJ Oshi making the winning Shot with a phenomenal... Uh, <laughs> winning shots. He, he scored like four shootout goals, right? That's or right, yeah. <laughs> did they not have... A, did they change the rules or something? Cause nope, you can still do it. You can have the same person after after the... Because they the uh, international rules is it's five. So it's like soccer penalty shots or whatever. Okay. But then you can just use the same guy if it goes after into After the first five. After five, yeah. You can just use the same guy over and over. So it, it, it sucks, but this has got to be one of the weirdest semifinals in Olympic history that I can think of. It's Germany, Czech Republic, the Russians, kind of, the Olympic... O-A-R. Yeah, or, and then, uh, why am I blanking on the last team? Oh, Canada, which right. makes sense. So Canada's like the only one that really makes sense because Czech Republic, I don't think, really ever makes the semifinals. And then Russia... Probably, you know, the five you think of is Canadians, Americans, Finns, Swedes, and Russians. So usually it's one of those five gets left out of the semifinals. But they have Germany, the Czech Republic. Germany's got to be excited. I don't know yeah. when the last time they, they were in the semifinals were. Sweden to get into it. Oh, so they've got a decent team. Yeah, they, I mean, I, I, I brushed over. I didn't, uh, I didn't really read it, but I guess they were they were one of the most well prepared teams for NHLers not to go to the Olympics. Because they don't have any NHLers? No, and that's that's why I went to Google, because I was like, oh, I wonder... And they actually have seven German on nationals. The, on the... That are they're in, in the, the NHL, NHL currently. Oh, okay. They are active that's NHL players. That's actually a pretty good representation yeah, for the size of the country. Right, and they're at, they got a couple goalies. Uh, Dennis Seidenberg is a defenseman, and then... Uh, I can't Wait, remember. His first name is Dennis? Yeah. And he's a German? Seidenberg? Yeah, but Dennis is not a German name. Isn't that Dennis? Who's the German basketball player? His first name is Dennis, too. 
No, you're thinking of uh, uh, the guy who plays for the Mavericks. Dirk Nowitzki? No, 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 no. The black guy uh, for Atlanta Hawks. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. You I know, well, it Dennis Schroeder. Well, I think one of the things, this is going to be a complete side story here, but I attended a, a German summer camp where there was a, a young man who had been born in America. His English was pretty decent, but he was now a German. He was living in Germany. I don't remember. And I think in some of these cases, it sounds like you have an American, probably an American service member who maybe marries a, a German woman because then they choose an American. No, it has to be the other way around because they got a German lad. These are clearly German last names. So maybe it's a, an American service woman marrying a uh, German national. I, I don't know, but yeah, those are clearly, those are not German names. Dennis is not a German name. What is Dennis? Then? English? Uh, like English or Irish, yeah. Okay, anyways. And then there's like one guy, I think it's Irish. what's his name? Kuhn Hackle or something. I forget. They're 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 pretty good players actually. The, right, right. The, the ones well, they, that are, to be in the NHL again, I. But they're, like they're what I'm saying is they're actually they're not just at the third yeah, third line or they're not fourth a bunch line. of you know scrubs that played one game so far this year. So uh, it, that's to me is surprising that you don't really hear about them at all when it comes to the Olympics. You'll hear about like Slovenia and stuff. And they don't. They have one player. They have Anzi Kopitar in the the NHL. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's it, to me it's weird that. But it, it is cool to see some fresh teams. I mean, I would have liked to have seen the Americans in it, but at least we got a consolation prize, if you can call it that. The uh, <laughs> the U.S. women won gold over Canada. What a fifth fen- times the try! I guess. What a phenomenal game! Uh, and I didn't see the game. I watched the first period of the group play game of the women uh, U.S. hockey women's game team versus. Uh, Canada, which ended in scoreless first period. But you could tell from that first period of that first game that these were two evenly matched teams, which turned out very much to be the case because of the fact that they ended at a tie and went into the shootout. Which, again, is a really weird way to for an Olympic gold medal and you're going to go to a shootout. Just, how, how would you determine well, it? If you say it's a weird overtime. way. Five on five? Um, yeah. I mean... It, I like the the NHL's like three on three for regular season, and in the Olympics they did four on four. But I think you really should when it's like gold medal game or even bronze medal game, and then same thing with like Stanley Cup or actually any level of playoffs. It should always be five on five till you have a winner, because both teams are equally worn out. Then it's you, you go play them again. It's not like any team gets an advantage over having that game game ended quicker. Where in the regular season it is an advantage if one team finishes their game in, you know, during regular time versus a team that goes to overtime or to a shootout. I think that the the thing about the shootout is it does add a level of excitement I guess. to the finish. But I, under, I actually agree with your argument that that's the way it should end it because that's really... That's You're the seeing, game. That's right. the game of hockey is is five on five. And right. I, in NHL, if you get to the finals... Do they play over? They just play overtimes well, until one team scores, right? right? All they don't throughout do the playoffs, they do. Okay. All throughout the playoffs, so they do. So it's not a shootout determining the winner. And the they playoffs. don't go down from five men to four men to three nope. in those overtimes. Nope. In the, I'm just saying that because I don't want them to change it. And well, I, and I think that is the right way to do it. I, I agree with you. I think it is a. I think it adds a lot of value and excitement to the regular season uh, to go three on three. So it's it's kind of. 
I think it helps the game to end in a reasonable amount of time, too. Three on three, someone's going to score fairly reasonably Almost quickly. Always. I mean, I, I mean, this is anecdotal. I don't have any sort of data in front of me. But every time I've seen an overtime game this year, it ends really quick, like within a minute sometimes. Yeah. Because it's, it's just so much ice, and usually you can put out your three best players. So... And I think it's more, and I get it. I think it's better. I think I bet it reduces injuries, reduces wear and tear on players, oh, keeps I, them fresher for the postseason. And so that's why I don't have, I don't have any problem with them doing three on three or shootouts during the regular season because, you know, it's not as big of a deal versus a playoff game. It's, it is a huge difference, right? right. Yeah. It's best of seven. So, and there's a, there, the degree of luck that uh, comes into oh, play totally. when you're doing three on three or even the shootout. Yeah. Because we saw with the U S women, the first woman, American woman, she scored, she lost that puck. Yeah. She, uh, she was doing, um, you know, was making a move, stick handling and lost the puck and still managed to get off. Recovered. Good shot. Reco- yeah. yeah. Took a good shot. I, I it almost threw off the goalie. It seemed like, yeah, because the goalie was like tumbling backwards into the net because the timing was all wrong then. Mm-hmm. So, it was such a good move. She fooled herself and the goalie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Lost the puck but, and but still so scored. It was nice because we. I feel bad for the rest of the world because the Americans won gold in '98. Then the Canadians won gold in 2006, 10, and 14. Women's right. Canadians won gold all those years. All of those years was against the American women. There was one time though. I think Sweden has won the gold. When they beat the Americans, they considered it their miracle on ice. They might have done it during like the nineteen nineties, I thought. Oh well, yeah, maybe. Ninety eight was last time the American women won gold in an Olympics because they also do that stupid like international tournament every year that nobody really cares about. But it, it was cool to see them win and end that years of heartbreak. So, and the last girl who went, uh, Jocelyn Lamaru. Had a great move. Oh, that was, was a phenomenal, spectacular move. She, oh man, she undressed that goaltender, and it, it was funny because <laughs> uh, you remember how Phil Kessel got left off the squad in 2010 for Sochi or 2014 for Sochi. I couldn't have told you that, but I. So they didn't bring the Americans didn't bring Phil Kessel for whatever reason, but his sister got to go play in the Olympics. Amanda Kessel. Oh man. Yeah. So at least one Kessel was there represent but that that was pretty funny to see because i didn't see i'm not familiar with any of the other women on the team if they have any brothers that play in the nhl but i was like i kept hearing that name kessel you know what i i stand corrected on the sweden team did not win gold uh they won the bronze medal in 2002 and i think they beat the americans and they considered that if my again i if anyone's listening Oh, wait, 1996. What did they got here? Well, that wouldn't have been the Olympics. That would have been like a world championships or something. They got a, they say Olympics, best result in 1996 Olympics. But then they don't have them oh, on the did tur- they did they before that? Was it, were they the games at the same time? Because 98 was the Winter Olympics in N- Nagano. Yeah, they used to be the same year. Okay, so they might have hadn't switched it up yet they, at that point. And what they did, oh, this was uh, oh women. This was European Women Championships. So okay, when yeah. I clicked on it, which is weird because underneath it it says Olympics. I'm not sure why it says that, but anyway. Right. Well, and to continue that theme of Olympics and to continue the theme of the U.S. beating Canada, we beat 
the Canadians in curling, men's curling. That's about time. That's our national pastime. (laughs) (laughs) To advance to the gold medal round, or I don't know what they call it, gold medal game? Yeah, gold medal game, I think. They call curling games? Is that what they're called? Right. I, uh, I don't, don't know. know. So they're, they're playing, the American men are playing for gold, and I think the American women, I don't know how they're doing. Last <laughs> I saw, they're doing all right in curling. I have no idea. But a lot of these guys are from Minnesota and Wisconsin, both teams, the men's and the women's. They're all well, from it makes Min- sense. I mean, they have a lot of curling areas. I mean, you think about a ton. up in uh, Duluth, they've got a huge, I think the national curling arena is up in that area, and and we've now got one here locally in Chaska. Oh, there's one in St. Paul too, I know. But yeah. The the funny part though about curling that I saw, they had they captured the so the women were playing and it was the women's Canadian team and they had a camera shot of her husband in the stands and I guess they were commenting on her husband was holding his third and his fourth beers in his hand. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and this is at 9 a.m. in the morning. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so the women's curling team, or her one of one of the women on there, her husband was drinking his third and his fourth beer at oh. 9 in the morning while watching curling. So there's that added bonus, I guess. You can do early morning drinking. But I thought it was really funny. that I, I can't believe they even caught it on camera. I'm surprised a little bit that they served beer that early at the stadium. It, it's, it's South Korea, so I don't know. Their laws must be different. Yeah, I just, or, yeah, it seems like... Well, there's probably no law against it. I mean, I can't recall, like... It's all these Europeans, right, too, there? I, I don't recall ever seeing alcohol served, like, at the Winter Olympics. It's not like you see, oh, here's the platform diving, and there's a guy that has a beer in his hand. Bud <laughs> <laughs> Could have been a really good commercial. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? that I'm like, I don't know what I mean. <laughs> Winter Olympics are probably just more cut out for beer drinking or something. <laughs> I, I, they just don't... The best would be during something like... Uh, figure skating so they got these like you know artistic moves going on with this like dainty classical music or something and then you got like hot dog vendors and (laughs) beer sellers going up and down (laughs) and then the best part is all those people drinking you'd have a little bit more heckling you know which would (laughs) which would bring up the intensity of figure skating a little right (laughs) the curling it's really intense yeah so that's a that is i don't i don't know what i can't say anything more about that (laughs) So, well, the Olympics are wrapping up, and I think we're at a pretty good spot, so I think we should probably wrap this up, too. So you don't want to talk about the last one that you had on your agenda there? No, no, I guess we'll save it for next time. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Have a good night.